2: The views of the hosts and guests are their own and not those of 930 AM The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready?
3: And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer on an absolutely gorgeous San Antonio day. We are live at Millburgers sitting here on the porch talking to you about gardening. And this is one of those days you can tell we've got a crowd out here. So uh, you can uh, tell that this is a uh, day when gardeners are kind of thinking. How can they tell we've got a crowd out okay. there? Can, they can see it. Look, at, look, look through your radio. <laughs> See him? Yeah. So we got uh, lots of folks uh, doing some shopping. So uh, we want to encourage you to come on out and visit at Mill Burgers and uh, do some shopping, too. Lots of stuff to do here. Lots of stuff to get. Maybe you've got to replace some cyclemen. They sure got some nice ones. I don't know of anybody that has to. And Calvin's back. Oh, Calvin's back. <coughs> I bet
4: his cyclemen didn't get frozen. <laughs> no, I,
5: bet, I bet they did. <laughs> <laughs> did we... Uh... And cyclamen wasn't the only thing here. Oh uh, yeah. For uh first time my grapefruit got defoliated and all the satsumas were defoliated. I don't think there's stem damage but yeah. limes limes probably the whole tops, hopefully not the roots. And lemons, uh there'll be a lot of stem damage on lemon lemons in my yard at least, so it was pretty serious, the freezes. Yeah, I,
4: I imagine at your house it was 20 or below for two nights in a row. Wow, yeah. For 10 a long to, time. 10 to 12 I mean. hours, yeah. yeah. for a long time. So uh, Milton wanted to go over there and plant, replant every other one of your
3: cyclaments to make it crazy. <laughs> kind of a checkerboard thing. Yeah. To make uh. <laughs> what happened here this one lived but this one did What? A
5: little... <laughs> they challenged your the w- the worst thing is when you go through something like that you know i w- it was so conscientious in covering them the first time around yeah, yeah. and then the second time the second time it'll be interesting to hear and you guys probably have in my absence but uh that 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 was the kind of freeze you're describing that it's pretty hard to Cover and protect oh, yeah. everything, and like la- yeah. you got to have an active heat source in a lot yeah. of those things. Like my, if my limes were going to make it, a, I definitely would have needed a uh, heat source. Oh yeah, yeah,
4: because they're they're a little more sensitive, and uh, we're getting a lot of calls on the what, what we were considering cold. What our more cold hardy citrus, like uh, orange frost, and and. Uh, uh,
5: uh, Arctic Archi- frogs. Yeah. They were still defoliated, weren't they?
4: Uh, yeah. Uh, in my well, yard, uh, they were. The tops were.
5: Yeah, in my yard, they were. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're
4: colder over there. Yeah. Down in that area. But uh, we got our fruit tree selection book. Oh, good. Did you get your little book?
5: Not yet.
4: But uh, I, w- I was looking at the, uh, I-, I had a chance to read through it. And on, um, uh, they they talking about uh, talking about the uh, uh, where's is, where's is
6: the
4: I was looking for the citrus in there, but uh, they they gave a five degrees per, uh, difference in uh, orange frost and and um,
5: and arctic frost. Five degrees difference between with them and the, and the others. Yeah. Cold temperature, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's quite a bit. I don't know. Is that, you think that's Akron?
4: No. Well, another, th- they put a disclaimer on there. Yeah. Uh, what are we? Protect,
5: the, at the bottom of the
4: page, they say, protect citrus below 25 degrees. Okay. That's good that they put that on there.
5: Because I think you and I have talked about... Two to four degrees difference, depending on the the severity of the length of the yeah. freeze. I mean, once, once you get past a certain length, uh, you know.
4: And then a it says, different. and then it says, cold tolerance for citrus describes conditions above 20 degrees.
5: Wow. And see, we were we hit a 19 pumping that. We were pumping that. Yeah, one of my neighbors said that we hit in our neighborhood. we got down to 19. One. Yeah, got yeah, yeah, it. Yeah.
4: And so, uh, but we're thinking that, uh, l- let's see, Arctic frost, uh, do you have Arctic frost? I do have. You, and uh, it says it can tolerate 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, when you're talking tolerate, a lot, a lot. of people say, "Well, it's cold tolerant. It won't. It won't lose its leaves or anything." When when you're talking about uh, coal on citrus, you're talking about losing the wood. Uh, uh, I went out and harvested all my fruit, and uh, and uh, my my trees, my uh, trees next to the house, my. Uh, Sito and, uh, Okitsu didn't lose a leaf. Huh. Didn't even wilt a leaf.
5: And you didn't cover them at all. Uh-uh.
4: Uh-uh. I didn't cover anything. And so, um, uh, but, uh, Billy called in and said he lost, he, he, uh, the tops of his, uh, lost some leaves. He lost some leaves on his. So, um, uh, of, I think it was, uh, orange frost is orange frost
5: yeah i've got an orange frost too
4: so there's a very little difference in uh, in coal when we say let's say the difference between arctic frost and and orange frost uh... there's very little difference in that in that cold tolerance especially when you there you go. Now he's got he's he crying like a baby a while ago. But uh have, have we got uh traces here.
5: Yeah. Uh, yeah Now concentrate. Like, what well, what was your issue yeah. you were gonna make? Do what? <laughs> <laughs> Who <are> you
4: <laughs>
3: You were gone? <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> I, I, I was what I was saying is uh uh, if you lost the foli, if you lost the foliage and what we're telling everybody uh, on the citrus and everything else, uh, if the wood turns brown, you can cut it back. But I wouldn't cut it back or do anything to citrus until uh, late February. Yeah, I'd, and that's when it'll start sprouting out cuz I've got basically from the ground and from from the live tissue.
5: Yeah, and I've I've gotten a number of emails already. Oh yeah. Yeah. And well, that that's what that's I'm saying, don't, don't don't rush it. I mean, we're we're not even through January yet. We could have we got a whole month plus of uh yeah, potential more freezes and uh, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense to cut anything until you know exactly where the damage is. Now, And this I'm, whole
4: week's going to be warm. Yeah.
5: For a week. Sort of. Forty-five. and Yeah. Basically. But I, I can probably bet pretty successfully at pretty high odds that my limes... That, oh, yeah. Limes that are, are pure. gone. Every stem and every piece of fruit and leaf is pure white. I mean. Oh, I mean,
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're gone. So
5: they'll be... Now the question on the on limes in the situation like mine will be, did they survive the did the, the roots survive? Yeah. And last time they did, and they they come back gangbusters. Yeah. The next year. And they had
4: fruit the next year. Yeah, didn't they
5: it? did. Lemons a little lemons uh, a little slower to come back, but they uh, also are a little hardier. So I didn't. I see a little green on my lemons. Yeah, at the bottom. Yeah. yeah.
4: If it makes you feel better, I've got some of your limes still in my refrigerator, and I'm using them daily. uh, I've uh, got
5: some white ones still hanging on the tree (laughs) there.
4: I got got the, uh, like I said, I harvested my uh, uh, satsumas uh, before that long, hard freeze, because I didn't want the fruit to freeze. And now I've got it out on a picnic table and uh, still enjoying uh, at least a satsuma or two a day.
5: Now, you you know what else I was so kind of surprised? My carrots were defoliated, but they've already started to re-sprout. Yeah. Uh, all of the uh, coal crops, I think, they, except for the uh, uh, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are growing strong. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you, you can't kill those, man. The broccoli, you know. The, wo- next to the yeah. bro- broccoli is uh, defoliated. I mean, it froze. The broccoli froze. Yeah. Froze. Did but it that, have heads on it? That no. That was the small heads it had. You know. It, okay. Okay. It, oh, it. oh, you'd already harvested, harvested the Harvested the major part of it. Um, uh, onions did fine, and um, let's see. Yeah. You know, beets top, and lettuce lettuce froze back on top too. So, so it's, uh, I'm sure everybody's yard's a little different depending on oh, how yeah. low the temperatures went and how low. Like Jerry was describing, my yard is kind of goes down at a strong angle, and down at the bottom, it's a kind of depository for cold, cold air. So it's a real test down there if it's right. Did anybody ask him what a cyclamen looked like? Yeah, yeah, he, he,
4: he's he's given up on his
5: cyclamen. I right. have about three. Uh, it's the strangest thing. I've got about three of them, and they're the white ones, which I, I normally think Told don't you. last like the others. That look uh, that have some blooms still but then you can you can hardly find any foliage even that didn't freeze on the rest of the beds
3: hey well 308-8867 is our number 308-8867 or on this beautiful south texas day you come on out to mill burgers and uh, visit with us in person or you can call us again at 308-8867 if you're one of our savannah listeners 866-308-8867 we're huge in Savannah, not. Trace. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Savannah, where Georgia. Really? They love us there. <laughs> We're big. No. What do you ta- got? Ta- you got two t- relatives
5: there, or something?
3: No, we got we got calls in. What was her name? Do you remember her name? Uh, no. She'll have to call in again. <laughs> and and say hi to Calvin because he wasn't here when she said those nice things about us.
7: But not what's so, going that, on, Trace?
3: Trace, how cold did it get here?
7: Eighteen.
4: Eighteen degrees here. And did not that they, they they covered
7: covered covered our cyclamen
4: covered covered the cyclamen and everything and uh they didn't freeze right i Did. lost
7: about 30 to 50% of the blooms okay and the plants
5: well i'm looking yeah, really from, i'm looking here it doesn't look like you lost any blooms or well that's a new batch pretty thick. well a new oh, batch right. <laughs> yeah well uh, I it, it does make batch. a difference i guess yeah.
4: yeah uh but but because of that i'm convinced now if if it's if it's 18 degrees for for, uh, or for that long a period of time those plants froze even under that cover so i'm convinced that the the, the benefit of that cloth is slow fall is a slow fall of, of the plants the next morning it has to be Because, uh, like I said, with with that cold of temperature for that long a period of time, under that little piece of cloth, and uh, there's no heat being, uh, there's no external heat under there, and there's no heat being released from the soil, these things on blacktop. So they had to have frozen. And just... But the, the slow thaw saved them. I'm convinced of that. Well...
5: And I, I get I, it's a reasonable. I'm sure, I'm sure there'd uh, so be better if there was research, but there, but it's kind of a reasonable thing thinking on a because it is a cool weather plant. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it prefers it's got it's uh evolved to deal with generally cool and uh, even coldish weather, so it would you'd think it had. May may have some capabilities like that. Yeah. What Jerry's talking about is that some plants, you get them to 32, they're done for no matter what. Right. Others, they can go down below 32 as long as they're not interfered with because in the, the, the cell structure is all, uh, well, I don't want to say messed up. Cell structure is altered while they're in that cold state. But if he's, he's contending here is that potentially they... If you let them sit there, then cyclemen will be able to rearrange themselves and in, in the, come out of the, that cold weather as long as it's not too severe. And so, so.
4: So that that must be what the. It's back to the Walt Disney thing. If we just knew how to thaw Walt Disney out, we could we could save him. Get know. some more cartoons. Mm-hmm.
7: More yeah.
3: cartoons. Better cartoons. <laughs> Another Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Well, Trace, what's happening here at the nursery?
7: Oh, it's a beautiful day. We we still got a, a reasonable amount of winter color. Although, if you did lose some, my suggestion is to come soon because uh, uh, all the winter color is becoming less and less likely to find.
5: Did uh, pansies made it through that, didn't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. They We're stretched
7: thick. a little bit, but they yeah
5: yeah. Now I notice even my uh, snapdragons. Uh, well, of course, the petunias are flattened. Uh, Snapdragons, Dianthus, and, uh, and some of the other oh stocks, they were they were pretty well uh, injured. So uh, the snapdragons looked like there was some foliage injury. Of course, the blooms were wiped out. Some foliage in- injury, but in one of my columns, I had a que- the question about you know, people, a uh, person inclined just to pull them all out. I reminded them, you can do that or you can get some new ones at the nursery. But we go through this uh, kind of lull in Snapdragon blooms this, period, this time of the year, almost every year. So if you're, you know, if you get, I don't know if there's any advantage of pulling them out replanting. I would just let them, keep them weeded and let them come back as we would expect and uh, bloom up a storm in March and April.
3: And other stuff happening here? The chickens are out.
5: Yeah, yeah the chickens are out. Chickens um, are looking good. We've
7: got a lot of people in shopping oleanders and philodendrons and things that did get damaged that probably will come back, but they they, they want to replace them. So who am I to question that?
5: <laughs> you think the philodendrons will come I, back?
7: Mine's fine. Huh. I mean, all the leaves are toast, but the, the plants itself is fine.
5: Have you seen Calvin's article
4: this week?
7: No. Horse herb,
4: horse herb, or the ground cover. You better get some in. I mean, it,
7: right, I after reading
4: the- this, I'm even for it even more.
7: I can have some next week.
4: Fe- feeding the deer, feeding the butterflies,
5: and uh, Jerry just like It's just, it's liked just the- a
4: God-given thing.
5: <laughs> Jerry, Jerry s- said it just goes to prove that uh, you're inspired. It yeah. matter what you're writing about. You can write a good article.
4: <laughs> well, I got a pretty picture with it, and
7: and uh, he's got a big picture with it. That means he didn't yeah, have enough big, to talk about on a the big picture.
4: The words. <laughs> well, one thing, if you notice uh, on this picture, uh, you've got Bermuda grass and and different grasses coming up within the horse herb, which shows that that horse herb is growing on bare ground. You know, a, a place that stand out.
7: And there, there is some yellow blooms. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah,
4: yellow blooms. and butterfly I like them. Now Neil, oh, let's see. Neil Sperry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I need your help. Uh, Neil, they wanted me to
7: check a price. So oh,
4: Neil, Neil Sperry wrote a deal about uh, oxalis and whatever, and recommended uh, a herbicide with 24D. And so that's the one that we have to use when it's cool is it's, what?
7: It's weed-free zone.
4: Weed-free zone. But
7: it's not just 2,4-D. It has other chemicals in it that allow it to work at a colder temperature. Right. 2,4-D likes 60 to 90 degrees. Uh-oh. And this one will go down to 40 with those extra chemicals in it. Okay. Weed-free
3: zone. Cool. Know. Hey, we got to take a break anyway, so thanks, Trace. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Give us a call, be a part of the show, and we're going to be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Dr. Calvin Finch, who's back, Dr. Jerry Parsons, I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardie Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. Millburgernursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's MilbergerNursery.com, part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604
8: Here's Spa DeSante owner, Esther Nail. Are you wondering what to get that special someone for Valentine's Day? Flowers, dye, and candy? Well, we all know where that goes. A recent national poll showed the gift women desired most for Valentine's Day were spa treatments. This year surprise those you love with the gift of health, wellness, and relaxation. A gift certificate from Spa DeSante. You can go to our website, spotasante.com where you can personalize, purchase, and print your gift cards 24-7. We have four convenient locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information, or if you'd like to speak to a member of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210-375-1110. And I, as the owner of Spa DeSante, would like to take a moment to thank you, San Antonio, for voting us San Antonio's Best Day Spa once again. Come to Sante where you can start your healing and enjoy your life.
0: sees Trump and Congress already working together.
9: Paul Ryan and his team are working very closely with Donald Trump and they will negotiate. There are different views on what to do. The key point they agree on massive reduction in the corporate tax rate so that $2 trillion stranded abroad comes home which is going to help rebuild the military and repair the damage of Obamacare. The
0: Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5. Right before Mike Gallagher at 8. On 9.30am The Answer. The Answer.
5: Have
3: you seen a family divided over property after losing a loved one? Have you known someone who spent months or years fighting in court to receive the property that was left to them? Unfortunately, I often see families fighting in probate court. Wouldn't you like to avoid this situation? I'm Charlie Weisinger, board-certified estate planning attorney with Weisinger Law Firm. At Weisinger Law Firm, we can help you put a plan in place that avoids probate so your loved ones never have to set foot in a cold courtroom. Many times that plan includes a living trust. Let my team help you achieve peace through planning to ensure your family won't be stuck fighting it out in court. Just call 210-308-0800 and we'll help you get a plan in place. We're located just north of San Antonio in Selma, Texas, so call me, Charlie Weisinger, at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 or weisingerlawfirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm, peace through And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 308-8867. That's our number, 308-8867. I want to see if Mark Peterson is out there listening so he can give us a report. I heard some newscasts talking about the success of the event, where they were uh, distributing, after folks had purchased them, the uh, rain barrels. So I
5: want to hear. Uh, I I had a I got a wonderful report from Karen at lunch yesterday. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, so did yeah, they did. you make the award. Oh yeah, set set the set record. Set the record. She also against, against who? San Diego. Yeah. He ah! buried buried them. In fact, they committed, oh, ha, ha. committed over six thousand, and uh, I think they ended up distributing slightly over six thousand. Wow. They stopped the. Uh, the one thing she was kind of sheepish about, I thought it was kind of cool because, you know, I've always been, we always bragged about stopping the traffic on the freeway when we gave the <laughs> toilet giveaway. Yeah. They really stopped the traffic. Yeah. The yeah.
3: But there were ways around really? it, which I found out too late. And yeah, it took us an hour to get to the, the uh, well, Mark, you can call us if you want now. Jeez, whatever. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it took an hour. We had a 9 o'clock pickup to get two saws. It took an hour, maybe about 50 minutes, and then just 10 minutes for the little thing that was official where you checked in and they checked your carb, 10 minutes. And Karen yelled at me. Who <laughs> oh, did? No, Karen did. Oh. No, it was just funny. Uh, I made a little joke while I was there. We were in line, and uh, I was uh, you, you had to turn around, uh, turn, take a left. And uh, I was just about to take the left when I hear, stop, stop. And I, I, so I stopped. And the volunteers, know you can go ahead. She didn't mean you. And I said, no, when I hear Karen scream, uh. I stop. I just listen, at which point about four or five people that were all there seemed to appreciate and started laughing. But, yeah. So.
4: Well, I, I heard that. Uh, I have
3: all this water in my rain barrel. What am I going to do with it? Yeah, I made it filled up, didn't it? Both of them filled up. Well, there you go.
5: Yeah. What do I do? And it's in the winter, so <laughs> you
4: don't need to storm water. <laughs> no, that's the thing.
5: There, there is, uh, I mean, there's the beginning of this discussion and the explanation why rain barrels are not a real answer for water conservation here in the San Antonio area. Because uh, we... When the, it rains. Yeah, you get when it rains, we get the gully washer, and, and when you really need it, we don't get any, <laughs> any rain. So it's a... That's why combination of the rainwater collection and, um, air conditioning mm-hmm. collection really does, uh, makes a difference. But I, but, uh, I think we get enough rain. Well, the last few years, we've got enough rain that it, w- it would make a big difference on your, yeah, spread out too. Yeah. It was container out. plants. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to using it somehow. Yeah. Well, just at the very least, um, you can put it on on trees that have been in the ground for a while or shrubs.
3: Yeah. I'm trying to think. Didn't Tom um, Harris kind of diagram how to make a little pump? So if I wanted to put a little pump on it, I could do it so that it could actually have some so I could water like normal? Because mm-hmm. right now, I, I, it's got the little hose attachment. I hooked it up, and I have to hook up the hose part to test it. But I was thinking, okay...
5: Could I? We gotta maybe have Tom on the show to describe how it's pretty simple. It's kind of like Jerry and I have talked about the recirculating bird baths mm-hmm. and a little pond. I mean that's, that's all, all it is. It's an inexpensive piece of equipment and so battery operated. Was it? Is can it? Can be. Can be okay. solar. Can be solar. Ooh. Can be plug in. Nice. However you want to. do
4: Maybe maybe you could hook a bird bath up to the. To your rain barrel, Melton.
5: Hmm, that's and, kind of
3: interesting.
4: Yeah, have have the water or put it, put the bird back close to the.
5: It even could be a re part of a recirculating uh, pond. Yeah, yeah it's a little one, you know, fifty, 50 gallons or so, uh-huh. uh, with, with backed up by a rain barrel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot. There's, I, I think, there's a lot of options there, and uh, obviously, it's a popular concept. Everybody uh, loves. You. Uh, yeah, I would better. guess
3: so, and and uh, they're considering, and according to the newscast, uh, considering doing it again. It's being considered, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I would, I would imagine based on the popularity. I'm trying to figure out kind of, one of the things that Saws did very very well was uh, keeping in touch with the people. We had one call where a woman said that they didn't get in touch with her, but Billy called and he had a good experience. Laura was the point person for our household. And uh, she got called numbers of times, you know, here's your reminder. Hey, by the way, if you didn't make it out, it's 1 o'clock and there are no lines. Come on out. And yeah. So I heard that people
4: people didn't, you know, if they were given an afternoon appointment, uh, they showed up first thing in the morning. That, that was That's one, why the line. Was that was right. one
5: of the issues. Oh. Well, it was, it's typical. You remember spring bloom giveaway? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be raining. <laughs> and those people would be there an hour. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't in the big lines. You couldn't. You couldn't hardly deal with it an hour <laughs> early, um, and that's the same thing that happened at that event. And that makes it it's more difficult or causes more of a problem when you're in a car and yeah. there's fog and uh, and rain, and then you're walking traffic from other places yeah. while you're sitting there.
4: And some some people thought that it was a free rain barrel giveaway, and then some people uh, uh, in San Antonio, when when we see a line,
3: we <laughs> get in it. We don't care. <laughs> There's something
5: I'm gonna get. <laughs>
4: some some we're gonna get. <laughs> so that that contributed to the backup. And yeah. uh,
5: there were a few people that blust, that blustered and tried to bully to get a get free a free ring. one. Yeah. Uh, one made an error, and and Karen was right there. So. Oh, uh. <laughs> and uh, and so she dealt dealt with that. But you know, if you had a, there were lots and lots of wonderful volunteers.
3: Oh yeah, they had a lot yeah. of volunteers. And
5: the volunteer part, uh, part of the success was because the volunteers were were dedicated and well trained, and so they, you know, they they knew what uh, their responsibility was of what the folks that came were supposed to have and could take with them so they were able to deal with a lot of the, the little bit of uh, blustering and bullying that did occur. So yeah, I would
3: say uh, maybe somebody in, in official position could give us this but it could have gone very wrong and it not only didn't go very wrong it didn't seem like it but it actually was really good it was a good experience it it wasn't just well that wasn't bad it was like okay that 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 really kind of flew through and we got him and they put him in the back of the truck and on i went and brought him home and set him up and put him under where the water was dripping and uh, let him fill
4: i think that one deal where uh, mark mark peterson uh, actually left the baby in the baby seat uh, when they put it put the baby
3: in the trunk uh, that was the only little. Uh, uh, well, what I heard was there. they had told Mark that go ahead, get the just take the baby out. And uh, put the rain barrel in. we got to get that home. Yeah. And just, just put the baby in. the, Because the, the, the
5: rain barrel wouldn't fit. Right. And how, right. and how many times have we told Mark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark will call well, in What he now. needs to do a, <laughs> is write this stuff down. Because yeah, he gets, he's notorious uh, for getting it confused. And, and yeah. And changing That's, but, but it turned it. out and the
4: babies out, did, were sleeping
3: anyway. Yeah, it, so it turned did, out it, okay. He didn't mind yeah. That yeah. being in the trunk. And now they're naming the baby Rainy. Right. Rainy? <laughs> yeah. They're they gonna. That's gonna be the baby's nickname. <laughs> Calvin, hey. we got a new grape in. Oh yeah, talk about that because it's still. We got 15 left. What? Yeah.
4: Oh, you checked on that, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. I looked at them on the way up when I was walking up. Victoria red grape. Oh
5: yeah, I've been hearing about it. Yeah, and uh, and there's only 15. So well, there's more coming. Oh, okay, yeah, because where's George Wexler when we need? Oh, uh, yeah, he would go nuts. Well, he's uh, uh, he, he's... Trace is
4: following in the yes. in the footsteps of. Tra- let's let's put it this way. Trace has got a good supply of Victoria red grape coming. Okay. We will be the
3: headquarters.
4: For he taught Victoria him well. Red.
5: He taught Trace well. You have and... heard that story, haven't you, Milton? <laughs> I it was like one of the first weeks. When I was on the job and I was promoting some plant that I really liked, and uh, Jerry Jerry being supportive Uh and helpful, Uh he got me in I said, George Weckler wants to talk to you about that plant. And I thought, well, that sounds like a positive thing. (laughs) George George jumped in my doo-doo about don't be promoting stuff or talking about them if we can't find it to sell it. There you go. (laughs) Jerry had that big smirk on his no. uh, <laughs> It's possible Jerry told him to call you. No. You just,
4: no, I you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't I have. wouldn't have done that to the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know they have have a deal called initiation.
3: Uh-huh.
4: And uh that and the buffalo grass was Calvin's uh, oh, initiation.
5: Yeah, buffalo, buffalo grass I accidentally kind of skated through that one. <laughs> I, just by being <laughs> by being naive and doing the, doing the tests uh-huh. as prescribed And the test I was kind of chastised myself the test didn't turn out the way they were supposed to uh-huh. if I did something wrong <laughs> well it turned out the grass didn't perform the way it's
4: nasty anyway the victoria red grape is in and we've got some here at milburger the nice big plant uh if you want to read more about them you can um, uh, read it. Get, get get the see the entire write up on plantanswers.com. Just remind us
5: they taste good and they're resistant to the pierces, pierces disease, yeah. Yeah, and they're really a, pretty. A nice, uh, they make a nice arbor too. Or oh, yeah, a yeah, yeah.
4: good arbor grape, yeah, and a beautiful long clusters. Now, they still get they're not bulletproof, they still get the. Uh, uh fungus diseases especially during rainy springs like we had this last uh-huh. year
5: leafhoppers and...
4: yeah leafhoppers the same same stuff that regular grapes get and the birds still get them oh. the birds are bad they're enough. not there. they're not bird proof no i guess if the birds wouldn't eat them, uh, we'd wonder if they were good to eat because uh the birds watch them they turn from a dark green which you'll see in the in the pictures on plantanswers.com, and I've got them in. The, I've got a, the write-up on uh, Topics of the Month. Topic of the Month: Victoria Red Grape. First uh, listing on the Topics of the Month on plantanswers.com. So those of you who are far away or are listening out out of the San Antonio area, uh, and even if you even if you don't take the paper or anything. Uh, If you don't take the paper, you can't appreciate Calvin's article come in today's paper on that beautiful, lovely, uh, uh, adaptive, uh, useful plant called horse herb. And, uh, because, because it, because it was such a good article, uh, I already had some horse herb information, pictures and, and everything on plantanswers.com, but I I sneaked while Calvin was out of town and put his article in the horse herb information on plantanswers.com. I didn't think you would mind, Calvin. No, I don't mind. Because some people, some pe- people complain when we're talking about what's in the paper and they don't take the paper. And while you were gone I had to go over and spend four dollars of paper at the.
5: <laughs> he actually broke down he was not happy every,
4: about that. <laughs> every 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 weekend while you were gone. I went over there and gave him four four sawmill dollars, so
5: to speak. This this is a uh, is an interesting article. Both Jerry and I like it. Uh, the plant material is interesting. Um uh, but also, Jerry, was I accurate in saying that you had, was that kind of the write up or the, when you were doing that research and checking out horse herb, that's available too? Yeah, right. Flat answers. So, right, right. So, so,
4: <clears throat> but I've got it in Topics of the Month so people won't have to look for it.
5: Because that, that, it's kind of an interesting account of what people or researchers do, horticulturists do when they're looking for. New plant material, and they think they found something with real potential. How they test it, and how sometimes it turns out to be uh, what they hope, or even more, and other times they're just things you can't control. And this horse herb is a it's got a mind of its own. <laughs> yeah,
4: I see it growing in rocky, stony places, and, uh, and it looking looking good, even blooming. Uh, my, my, uh, sustainable winter turf is back in full bloom, a full growing mode. Uh, my, I've got, uh, winter, the, uh, a- annual bluegrass, I guess it's bluegrass, it's real fine grass.
5: Yeah, it must be.
4: Annual bluegrass, and that butts up against the horse herd. And after, it, it was needing some rain, but after this last water that we got, it's, Looked it like, looked like a golf course.
5: Huh. Well, my uh, I, my yard is kind of dominated by rescue grass. Yeah. And then, then there's in the, the really poor soil with a little more sun is where the horse herb starts. <laughs> but I, it looked to me like the horse herb wasn't. I was wondering if it was uh, more affected by the freeze than than some of the other plants.
4: Yeah, I noticed mine is is a little browner. Yeah. Especially out that down where it is is a low area in my yard, so it gets colder down there.
5: than but it does up on the you hill. You made a you made a point that, that it rained within a couple of days after that rain, and this kind of weather, oh yeah, it'll be back. It'll be back.
3: All right, three zero eight 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 six seven. That's our number three zero eight 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 six seven. Toll free, it's eight six six three zero eight 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 six seven. We're going to take a break. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, there goes Dr. some of the cyclemen. Oh, they sure are. And uh, we'll be right back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio till the spring. Well you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find find Great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Milburger's carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Milburger's, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's com, part of Milburger's
10: Landscape Nursery, 1604. And Paul wrote When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, one that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder wild birds unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast you'll find binoculars wind chimes tilly hats carved canes art for the home and more wild birds unlimited nature stores with three san antonio and shirts locations like northwest military at hebner road or call 479 bird that's 479 bird Hi, I'm Dono. And I'm Pammy. After
11: more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better.
8: We changed our name to Delightful Decors. Blinds, shutters, floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts. Without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts.
11: But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone.
8: And now through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style savings event.
11: Get, Get delighted, delighted with, with Delightful, delightful Decors. Decor. you're sure to adore. Get
8: delighted with Delightful Decors. Call
12: Attention men and women over 50 considering buying an annuity. Don't buy an annuity until you find the best rates and benefits for your needs. Combined with InsureLock's exclusive patent pending annuity protection of up to $1 million at absolutely no cost to you. A free annuity protection guide to help you avoid costly mistakes has just been made public. This guide explains little known secrets on how to get an additional annuity protection benefit of up to $1 million while potentially growing your money. Call now to receive your free annuity protection guide with top rated companies. As a bonus, we'll send you the annuity Rates Report with the best rates and benefits for your needs. Call 1-800-290-8484. Ask for a free no-obligation quote with the best rates and benefits, plus InsureLock's exclusive up to $1 million additional annuity protection benefit. Want the best annuity rates? Want the best benefits? All from top-rated companies? Call InsureLock at 1-800-290-8484. That's 1-800-290-8484.
11: Underwritten by Wesco Insurance. And Sherlock protects the net premium payments made into an annuity in case of insolvency after using all resources. By responding to this ad, you may be contacted by an insurance licensed professional.
3: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer our uh, number to call as a part of the show is 308-8867. 308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867.
5: The number to call to be a part of the show. Is this still a uh, the great great time to plant shrubs and trees? Yeah. I was just noticing uh, looks like we really got a good selection of shrubs in already. Uh, the uh, yew, yop, dwarf yopon holly, and the uh, Sierra. Uh, Burford holly over there and uh, all different kinds of nandina different different hollies so um, get them in its it's pleasant to work in a garden and there have got soil
4: water. moisture too
5: hell oh, yeah was I'll say I was digging uh, some potato trenches and uh, quite often you know you with our rains you don't get a deep soak all the time right but uh a foot down it was still it's good. So moist, yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Uh, so you guys must say we we must had a lot of rain too, though. Well, yeah, in addition yeah. to that, uh, we had a couple of in a real winter weather.
3: Yeah, I wonder what the totals finally were. We didn't really ask. It kind of it started on I don't know what did Roy gave the report on Saturday, and I guess we got a little on Saturday. Yeah, cause that's when we got the rain barrels. And Sunday I said I got a little rain in my barrel, and you were like, you did not. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I accused him of urinating in the
4: barrel. Oh, no.
5: It, I did not. I looked at me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't look close. I emptied my rain gauge, but it looked like there were, it was about three inches. Is that, that could possible? could be right. Yeah, yeah, we
3: could get some, get some reports from folks. Because yeah. I've been
5: gone three weeks, so yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, that could be right. Because it was uh,
3: pretty much through... Sunday through uh,
5: Wednesday, I guess,
4: Yeah, You've got the rain. I think about three inches recovered. Oh, right. You came back and it Maybe stopped. Maybe a little
5: more. So um, was it, uh, you know, my memory is not that good. Were, were, was somebody on this group that told us we weren't, weren't going to have a real winter ever again? Or was that just my imagination? And uh, that was just imagination. I think it was. Yeah, yeah I don't remember uh, that don't at all.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's been a weird winter. Um well, we've had three three hard I guess three hard or do we, do we just combine them two hard freezes at least yeah one of them at least two days long so which is that we hadn't seen that in a number of years just, just I,
4: thought, I think it think it took care of a lot of
5: mosquitoes hope so and mm. uh yeah and that, and I mentioned the cat's claws some of those some of those weeds that are Uh, Inclined, was kind of semi-tropical or. That was such beautiful pictures over there, Kevin. I know, but gosh, that stuff would just (laughs) take over the world.
4: I'd go over to Kevin and I'd look up and see all the beautiful cat claw up there and up into those trees and everything. I'd run and get my camera, you know, and start.
5: Beautiful, yellow. Start taking
4: cuttings. Uh.
5: What do do they call it on the nursery tree? Oh, yellow honeysuckle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yellow, yellow. Oh, that thing is a savage weed, man. All right, 308-8867.
3: We're going to go virtually over there to Quality Organic Products on Lookout Road, just outside of 1604, and find out what Todd Chisholm has going on over there. Hey, Todd, are you enjoying this pretty day?
13: Man, it's beautiful, beautiful day.
3: How did your garden do over there? You've got the garden. Did you get hit by the um, cold?
13: Yeah, we haven't. We just planted a, I think Delphine and them, I don't know, I kinda let Delphine and them handle it. Alan and Delphine did it, so I don't know what's in there. But I know there's some onions and some other stuff, but we didn't really mess with too much on it. Um we are probably gonna plant it for spring, get it ready, but uh, you know, I don't know. I really I haven't paid attention. We've been so busy grinding the yard, trying to get all of that material to ground that caught on fire, all that single grind, and, uh, we're, we're almost done with it. We've got about another week and a half. But I'll tell you, if y'all want some beautiful mulch, there's nothing dirtier than that mulch, and it's got a little, uh, ash, and in the pH level down. It's the, it's the cast meow material. It almost looks like soil.
3: No, so, what
13: so Huh?
14: hello? I lose you. Oh,
5: right. uh, yeah, did we? Uh, uh, we, we, we really t- impressed him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we, we lost you for a second, Todd. Sorry about that. Okay. So,
13: yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's very pretty. material. I can guarantee is probably the best in town.
5: Hey, Todd. Uh, no. I was I just got back from uh, South Africa, and Charles wow. and I, Charles Martelli and I, were talking about some uh, some. Uh, Projects, some you know that we're getting involved with, like the, oh, our friends in uh, Floresville and such. And I was, I, I take it for granted that you uh, uh, would still want to be part of uh, uh, some projects like the custom bill hummingbird and butterfly garden uh, projects like <coughs> that. Good, Good I was, yeah, that uh, what I, we're talking about. Uh, the reason I'm. Like Todd involved is that uh, his uh, he's got a great product and his delivery capabilities are are you know he can get it there. He's got enough people working at it and good equipment. He can get it there when you need it, and he and his people are skill uh, skillful. There it just amazes me. After all these years I've put up with deliveries yeah. way up at the top of the yard. His people are just figure out a way to get it down there. and uh, Yeah, you really were
3: impressed. I mean, you yeah. came back the next day, and you were like, and Tide's driver just zip, zip, zip,
5: zip. Yeah. And I, it was, a, yeah. Uh, I said, you know, I kind of said, well, here's where we always put it. And he says, why? I thought you wanted it way down there. <laughs> I said, well, that's... Through the, through the woods on there and he says looks to me like there's plenty of room all right and uh, that's the kind of attitude you need they're careful though i mean they're not gonna uh drive where you don't want them but if uh there's a safe path and more convenient path uh, todd's todd's crew will find it I'm talking to todd chisholm over there quality organic
3: products and uh, todd you mentioned uh, the uh The fire has everything going with uh, rebuilding and getting back. Are you guys open now? I think you are.
13: Oh, yeah. We've been open. We're just not taking brush. We're trying to to get our yard back in shape. And then we're opening our new yard right down the road, and we're getting all of our permits set up through GCQ. It's a a long process to get all that because we have to have financial insurance and all that bonded. But otherwise, you know, we're – we're doing well, um, we're rebounding, uh, we're just starting to get going, um, working on a lot of big projects for Milberger's right now. I got three big projects, we're working on them right now, and, uh, uh, staying busy with them, and, uh, gaining more, uh, other people, and once they see, once people see this material, they're gonna love it. I mean, I got mountains of it, and I need to get rid of it, so, it's the best, if you need the best mulch, I can get No,
5: it. you don't need to get rid of it, you just, you want to di- uh, distribute it around the, the projects that need to be done in the community, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're,
13: we're doing the te- uh, the hemisphere tower right now, molten all that with Milberger. So I mean, you want to share Oh, cool. Mulch, so um, we're doing the frost project right now with them, and there's a lot of projects we're doing, and they look at it, and we're fixing to do all the uh, the PGA village. Uh, up too for the golf coming up we're going to do all that pga uh parkway so you're going to see our material quite a bit and uh it is literally i could tell you the best material i've ever seen since i've been doing this in my business wow so it's really right. good malt I'm so which mulch do it. you
3: want him to ask for black meow malt. he didn't hear that he didn't hear <laughs> he didn't hear your joke on the meow which which one <laughs> black was good. okay cool And let's see, what else, Todd? Uh, We mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Calvin's article was talking about putting lawn dressing on and stuff. Still a good time for that?
5: Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Nandy, in the old days, Jerry and I used to say the best time was from now until the first couple weeks of March. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know Todd has expanded on that. Based on yeah. the golf course is doing it all year, but uh, yeah, but this this is still this is a great time because it's translated into a good uh, improvement of the lawn just that quickly. Because yeah. come yep. uh, April, you'll have lawn growth. You know, so, it,
13: it builds turf so much, and the thing about it is, we've been having a lot less issues with it because the grass gets down to those layers, and you, you just see. I've seen a lot of yards just don't have issues with watering issues anymore when you when you do your your fertilizations and your deal with your organic materials
5: i mean I know Malcolm Malcolm swore by it he he is, I don't yeah. remember what the percentage is fifty percent I think he used to sign uh, sign and say that it improved water capability. hey remind me, Todd at one time you had uh Aeration equipment available Wait, for folks to. Yep. Is that and, still situation? And Milton
13: freely run any aerator whenever y'all rent one, whenever you want. So we'll list this number, and Milton will actually run that machine wherever you need it.
3: No, uh, what? I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't paying attention there. I'm sorry. What's time? you gotta pay attention. No, I that, said, was, it that was that was
13: that was throughout
3: 2016. uh 2016 it's now a new year and uh, that deals
13: off by oh, the i mean it could be a new exercise program for the year
3: yeah that's okay i'm i'm okay i can think of other ways yeah, people people who saw me aerate
5: probably would not want it <laughs> <laughs> maybe
3: that well, we've got camera? it
5: we've got it on film someplace yeah
3: i think i found it that's well cool great.
13: Todd.
5: yeah uh,
3: hey um well glad everything's open. kicked
13: it's been a new okay. Year, so I got to dab a little bit on you.
3: <laughs> that's all right. Well, cool, we buddy. All right. So they the can come. Enjoy the
13: but... day when I get off. All right. Go plant something. Okay. Uh, Thanks, guys. Todd.
3: You're open to it. Bye, Todd. <laughs> uh, bye, bye. All right. Three zero eight. That's Todd Chisholm over Quality Organic Products. You find them online at qualityorganicproducts.com, and you can uh, find them. Uh, give them a call at six five one zero two zero zero. Six five one zero two zero zero. All right, got a couple minutes left before we get cut up with the news. Anything else we got to mention? Well, we need to tell Calvin that
4: uh, the uh, demand for more inf- onion information has been overwhelming Man. while he have gone.
5: Onion uh, Central is this? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not and sure. So, uh,
4: <laughs> and I called. I called. I talked to. Uh, uh, Bruce Frazier died in, uh, at Dixondale Falls in yeah. Carrizo, and they didn't get as cold as Uvalde did. And so the onions are okay.
5: Yeah, well, I, I was sa- saying that uh, my onions didn't seem the foliage was affected at all by that freeze. No. Everything around them. Spinach did real well, but uh, lettuce and other things, It's uh, well, I guess you do expect the lettuce foliage to get burnt a little bit. But uh, a lot, still lot, time. A lot what's of what's... people
4: called in and had the tops burned off. Uh-huh. Of the, well, the little onions, the small onions were killed, and the large onions had the tops burned. Hmm. And I, I had uh, made the prediction that we would have a lot of bolting, uh, flowering onions this spring in, in uh, late May and June. And uh, Bruce... What does he know about onions? <laughs> anyway, he said uh, that's not necessarily the case because when the cold weather hit, the onions weren't in the I think he said four or five leaf stage, and that's when it has to be that it has to be that big uh, when for, the, when the fluctuations into, in cold yeah. uh, occur to uh, now, make it flower.
3: When we come back, I heard there was some misinformation or some information out there that conflicted on uh, fertilization. you want to address that when we get back? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll get uh, Okay. Uh, we'll come back in just a moment.
2: We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer.
3: And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And Mark Peterson is on the line. That's a nice uh, uh uh, what do you call that? I don't,
4: bl- I don't believe Mark put that baby in the trunk.
3: <laughs> I just don't believe he would have done that. Uh, well, they had to get their rain barrel. Oh. What did you want him to do? Oh, I guess. So. <sighs> Hi, Mark. Nice surprise.
14: Hi. I don't know. Hi. David is calling me and said, "Hey, the the uh, the radio is wanting you to call in and talk about rain barrels." So I went like, radio. Are you talking about those boys on Kalu? The answer, and he said, "Yeah, thank
3: you, nice." That's <laughs> us, yeah. Yeah, yeah so good we got. So, so what's,
14: what's
3: it's, the deal? What's you been It sounds about? like it, well, no, we were, I was just given my report, and we were going to get the official report from uh, you guys on how it went, and uh, you know, and, and what you thought. I thought it went great, uh, except for it, the the uh, one.
14: Other than some of the initial congestion, which was caused by people so eager that they didn't read their schedule and their invite. They were supposed to come in at 10, and they were, they were there at 7. So uh, <laughs> we was a lot of enthusiasm, enthusiastic customers.
3: Uh-huh.
14: How was that? Was that very nice? No, that's, that's nice.
3: nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, once you got past the congestion part, I was telling again, mm-hmm. guys, that once you got to the point where they started checking your card and moving you through, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it only took it only took ten minutes. I mean, I, yeah. you moved most of the time, and you're in and out. Mark,
14: yeah, yes,
5: we were uh, we were interested in the fact that uh, San Antonio set a new record for distribution of rain barrels. Just uh, yes. Heads and tails above the the former record and sent it from San Diego. San Diego stinks. But one another, yeah. I've heard, I heard that you guys set another record, one that I've been uh, emphasizing over the years. That you know that was uh, blocking the freeway with distribution of water conservation. You know, back when we blocked the freeway with with people waiting to get their their free low flow toilets. You guys outdid us by far with this rain barrel thing. You studied Well,
14: that was you know, much discussion. larger, much
5: much larger traffic jam yeah. than we yeah. created For- back then.
14: Yeah, Karen and uh, Brandon and I were discussing that, and we we did decide that uh, we did. It was close. It was close, but we did think that uh, from our report that along with the line was longer for the rain barrel distribution uh, on 281. and uh, How and, far did it go back? We do apologize do for that. We don't know uh, the report's very some, some people say it was miles. Uh, yeah. to, to say <laughs> miles. Get,
5: but the yeah, advantage uh, that you guys had was that you had an official police crew of eight people there, and so it was a uh, traffic... You know, when you got officers, we didn't have any officers. So we the only officers we saw were those coming to give us hack. Whereas you you had your team trying to figure out how to get these people (laughs) so the freeway could move again.
14: Yeah, and I thought on my fingers, I'm like, yeah, at least eight. Uh, And uh, there were a few more. There's more of uh, saw security as well. I think it was eight, yeah. On that. So, uh, yes, they did their finest. We did and initially have some confusion on there. How many, how many lots we actually had. So one. So we had the officers sending people to both the A and the B lots and then we moved things uh, a lot quicker. So, oh, good. So yes, so, the, uh, I thought was going to mention on the uh, pickup rate, uh, we had uh, 6,000 people registered. And we had almost 95% uh, collecting rate, So that was another record uh, for this particular company that was uh, the contractor was, uh, or vendor, is uh, Rain Solutions, uh, rain, Rainwater Solutions out of North Carolina. So Did you all do, do the planning
3: different. on the fact that it would rain the week that you, right after you gave the rain barrels uh, to the folks? Of course. That's pretty good. I have two. I have two full rain barrels now, and don't know no. what to do with them.
14: Yeah, and Milton's asking us
3: what
5: what he should do with it. rain. What do I do now?
14: Uh, so you have your top on, so that means uh, it has a mosquito repellent screen, so you can keep that for a very long time, uh, provided there's not a lot of sunlight going in there, uh, and it's on its full top. So if there's a lot of sunlight, then it will get Delphine and um, it will start to uh, be aromatic. Uh, but yeah, you can go a lot.
5: Do people still seek out rainwater to wash their hair? When I was in the old days, that was one of the reasons say, why you collect, yes, collected rainwater. Because that's a. Um, yep. So you could wash your hair every, like three times a day, Milton, and use it up. Wow, I don't think Mark's recommending okay. that. Oh. Okay. I
3: don't think so
14: is going to. Well, if you use your rainwater, yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Uh (laughs) Thanks, Mark. So Uh, have you all decided uh, if you're going to do it again yet?
14: No. Uh, We want to uh, evaluate this a little bit. We frankly want to see. We'll do a little spot survey and frankly see if people actually have set them up like you did. Cool. There is a, generally in the past, there's been a society sizable number of people who, yes, it's nice, but now it's just in the back porch and not hooked up. So we yeah. want to kind of see what that, that uh, percentage is um, and uh, and then evaluate uh, this type of big program or maybe we can use our wonderful contractual partners that we have. CVST, Mitchell Lake, uh, Botanical Society, Jack Larns, Brother, other space alliance. Uh, Eco Central, and I know I forgot one, but um, all these wonderful groups, maybe they can work and do smaller versions of this. Oh, that'd be cool. So we're going to try. We'll see and work with them on different ways where we can do that.
3: Okay, good. Well, anything else uh, exciting happening? Things coming up? Things that you want to talk about since we got you?
14: Just uh, that the next big event. Well, a couple of the next big events, just to shout out. Uh, for next weekend, for the uh, jam and jams free trees over at Pearl, starting at eight o'clock, and going until all oh, three seedlings have been, or the five gallons have been distributed. And then, of course, everyone put it on the calendar March 11th. That will be soft spring bloom. Saturday, March 11th, soft spring bloom, and put that on their calendar. Uh, Nine two. One.
3: Okay. Well, we'll talk about that more as it gets closer to. You.
14: Thanks, oh, absolutely! Mark. But uh, but for right that, so yes, Thanks, Milton, and uh, it was lovely to see you in your lovely life.
3: Thank you. We Pick we enjoyed the experience. The it was uh, lovely to see you too. You yeah. you 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 did not look like you were on edge or anything.
6: Oh, I was in know well, they they
14: did give me an important job this time just holding the <laughs> go and slow stop sign, so that's all I had to do.
3: <laughs> you were doing great. We Everyone noticed it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> People were talking.
14: Uh, oh, hello. Oh, okay. Excellent. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thank you, guys. Uh, you have a wonderful day. And I have to go and make my speech now at the San Antonio Irrigation Association Expo.
15: Oh, probably. okay. Well, well, have fun.
14: Oh, I will.
3: Thanks, Mark. You take care. Mark Peterson with the San Antonio Water System talking to us about the the, uh, rain barrel uh, distribution. Cool. All right. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867.
5: And and we, earlier in the show, we um, emphasized the wonderful service that the volunteer organizations, and I think Mark mentioned a lot of them, too. So... um, Uh, Thanks again to everybody that volunteered and helped in that uh, distribution. There were a lot of volunteers out there. Yep. That did
3: help. It made it go really well.
5: That water (laughs) conservation works when you got a major part of your community that's participating and believing in it.
3: All right, we got another Mark on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Mark. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. How are you all? (laughs) Fine, thank you. It's a pretty day, isn't it? It is a beautiful day. We should be like this all the time. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, what's going on? Um, I have got an oak tree in my front yard, and it's probably got about a 12 to 15-inch trunk. And up about four foot, <clears throat> there's a branch going off, a big branch, maybe like a six or eight-inch branch that you know goes out to the canopy. And it looks like there's a <laughs> split trying to happen. It goes right through where it wise where the tree whives. It looks like it's trying to split there, but it's not a split. But the bark looks like it's split. And the problem is that this limb goes out over my car, in the driveway, and I'm worried oh, okay. that if I get a big wind or something, is this thing gonna fall on it, or is this just natural?
5: What kind of oak tree is it? It's live oak. It, it's a li- live. It's a live oak, a hybrid live oak. Yeah.
4: And it's, it's how old? Uh, I mean, you said it was. What did you say? How big did you
1: say it was? Uh, The trunk's about 15 inches around, maybe, and I'd say, you know. I mean, the tree's been here for 11 years. Yeah. So.
5: What about the branch, though? How big's the branch? Oh, the
1: branch is probably about, I'd say it's about a quarter of the canopy, maybe a little bit less. I mean, it goes up and it just spreads out and goes everywhere, you know. But the the branch coming off is about 8 inches around, you know, and then it, it goes up and goes all over the place, but. And, it's, and it's, it's, it's the first a, Y in the tree. It's the first branch in the tree.
5: And it, and is it? Uh, I take it it's not horizontal. It's it's got some vertical.
1: It's Does that it's it's more horizontal than it is vertical. But right oh. where it comes off the the trunk, it goes up pretty good for about two and a half feet, and then it starts to go horizontal,
5: mm-hmm. and then it
1: just spreads out. You know what I mean?
5: Now they they are um, have a good good reputation in terms of not splitting. I mean, okay. they, they, you you'll see those horizontal branches everywhere where they're sturdy. The other thing people will do is just to reassure yourself is just put a a brace a wooden four by four under there, and that that really takes a lot of the uh-huh. pressure off. And, Relieves you. Okay. You
4: might since well, the, it's over your car and everything, you might want to get an arborist out there to take look a, at it a, take a look at it. Now
5: they okay. they they can they can do some elaborate.
4: Yeah, they may put a chain it or yeah. brace
5: it or something.
1: But, oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, and, the, and it it look, the little it, it's like it looks like just a scar on the on the bark. You know what I mean? And it goes from one side right where the it goes right through the middle of the split, and then it goes about five inches down on one side and on the other side it goes all the way around and on the other side it goes about five or six inches down and it's just it looks like it's just a bark that's splitting but it you know because i've sh- i shake the branch and it doesn't look like it's loose or nothing like that but uh-huh. the bark just looks like it's splitting there
5: well yeah is, sp- is it
4: splitting or has is the bark removed no it's splitting i, I mean,
1: it's, it's yeah it's splitting, splitting. i mean it yeah, it looks like it looks like basic. What it looks like is maybe like years ago it got hurt, yeah, and it never really grows. But you can see a definite line where that branch comes off. You can tell this is part of all the. It's all together. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah. Yeah, like it I doesn't look like the rest had, of the bark. Yeah, Jerry had a good idea there. Just, to, I think if you have an arborist that you deal with regularly, they'll probably be willing to just come out and look at it. Uh okay, a lot of times they'll what they'll do they'll come out they won't charge you anything. they'll say, Here's what I recommend you do, and this is how much it would cost, and then you can make a okay. decision
1: oh okay I yeah cause, i mean i think if if this thing was to split, I think it would it would kill the tree i
6: mean 'cause it yeah. if it, fell, yeah, it, it, it out
4: it's out. At, as big as that is if if the guy if the arborist looks at it and says that's gonna split. In other words, that's okay. going to fall on your car. Yeah. And, and, and the only, only option you have is to remove it. Then what you, because, because it's such a big branch, you might end up removing the whole tree.
5: Gracious. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if it the, if
1: it's, that, if it's too yeah. big, it might, it might hurt the tree too much to take it out.
4: Yeah. Well, it'll, it'll, Misformed the tree. In other words, mm-hmm. if you, it, it sounded like you're talking about half the tree.
1: Um, well, if you, t- if you, yeah, t- if you well, take that, no.
4: if you take that limb out,
1: well, the good, well, the,
5: it, good it's news not really is half the there.
1: tree. It's not really half the tree, but it, because the tree after that branch, the rest of the tree grows up and looks beautiful. It's just this one's coming off, and it's never been in the way, so I never really took it out, you know. But now I just. And I don't know why I never noticed this before, but now I see this split, and I'm worried that get a big windstorm, yeah. you know, like tonight's winds or something like that, and knock it down on my car.
4: Yeah, you should. You should be, and and uh, an arborist will tell you the best best
1: procedure. To
5: I think. I think the the good news part of this is that live oaks are the, are the uh, tree that is least likely to be a threat in that way. So you probably. Oh. You'll probably not have to do anything drastic, but oh, okay. uh, good, good idea. Good idea since the services are available. Okay.
1: Thanks, Mark. Who, who, who is a good arborist in San Antonio here? There's
5: a couple uh, names that you can. Yeah, well, there's uh, Ed Edder, Bartlett Trees, um, Stevens. Does Davey do that? Davey Trees. Yeah, and then, you know, have a couple of them come out, get their opinions, and then you can decide. Okay. All
1: right. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Thank you very much. You okay. take care.
3: All right, 308-8867. Joe is on the line. Hi, Joe. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. What's going on, Joe? Uh,
15: Yes, sir. Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Okay? Doing okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I was just listening in to the other gentleman that was talking to you and, uh, I've also got a question about a, about a magnolia tree. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we live out there in the uh, Alamo Ranch area. Uh, the tree itself is, is healthy. It's about, uh, 10 years old, about 25, 30 feet tall. Wow. Uh, the only, the only problem that I have and, This happened yesterday. I was out pruning a lot of the dead foliage from some of the other plants. You know, we had a big freeze. Is that the uh, the 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 bottom branches on that tree are fairly low? So anytime I mow around it, I've got to duck my head. And the uh, the wife wanted me to prune them back and cut them back. And I said, well, let me let me let me call you guys today and uh, see if it's all right to go ahead and prune those branches. They're good and healthy, and they're extending way out, you know. And uh, I'll just call to see if it'd be all right to go ahead and prune them back.
4: I'd
5: hesitate.
4: Yeah, yeah. Generally, generally a magnolia, that's a growth pattern on magnolia. Yeah. It drops, its, it drops those big leaves and everything, and it has the lower... Branches, uh, hold the moisture in and, and cool the root system.
5: And they're not, uh-huh. you, again. they're not easy to grow here. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm surprised
4: how big that one yeah, is where and you, it's located.
5: Yeah, and for 10 What's years the, old. Well, be. So you, well, whatever uh, you're doing exactly now is exactly right. So I, well, I took, you know, I uh, your, tell her, tell her, uh, reassess that situation maybe five years from now, but, Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's one of, just like Jerry said, that's part of a, a successful magnolia is that, that that kind of a structure. And the minute you start okay. messing with it, you, you're gambling.
15: Okay. Well, about five months ago, I also called you guys, and uh, the other gentleman just hit on something about the dropping the foliage, you know. It right. was uh, really dropping foliage left and right. I mean, in my, my, my wife says, I mean, it's dropping so many leaves and the car yeah, to you, you told me what to do and re- I and mean, within one or two days it stopped it just completely stopped after that's what, I did what you guys told me to do
4: and, well we uh, we we would like to take credit for that but i think it was just a <laughs> natural stopping
5: yeah, and the and the weather has been pretty they
4: they they shed their leaves that's yeah. that's my oh, brother okay. used to have one in memphis cuz they do grow better in memphis tennessee than they do here but yeah. uh well, they, uh, they, they shed their leaves. Uh, they provide their own mulch, if, if you'd like to
5: look at right. that way. Right. If we, if our thing. weather was like it's been the last two years, every year here, right. we'd it'd be much easier to grow them than it is. But, uh. Um,
15: yeah, I was, uh, I was in the flower bed next to it, and I happened to be digging around it, and all of a sudden I hit something, and I, lo and behold, it was, it was the, uh, the root. And that thing extended out about though about fifteen feet from the base oh, of the tree. Yeah. The root was that long, you know.
4: Oh yeah, they but got a massive root system. And they're shallow, especially one that big. Yes, yeah. yes,
15: yeah. Uh, would I have any problem with the watering system? Do you think? You know, the the sprinkler heads around there.
4: Would no. you have any trouble? What do you mean? Trouble.
15: Well, In you a, know, like uh, the the roots uh, digging into the uh, the PVC pipes and so forth.
5: No, 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 no. They okay. might. They're they're looking for that water. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they. But it. Yeah, it'll, it'll be yeah, a slow it, process if if, the, if there's any issue. So okay. yeah, don't just just keep doing what you're doing.
15: Okay, but as and, far and, as and brewing, and you consider don't uh, no it another four or five years, right?
5: Yeah,
4: don't prune it. Yeah, tell, tell your wife. Calvin said, "Don't prune it."
5: Yeah, tell it, Tell her that we were just excited about how well it's performing and how exceptional that is, and uh, just we we just don't recommend that you you mess with okay. the the way you're doing okay. it. You
15: if so it much, ain't broke, just... don't fix it.
5: <laughs> just, <laughs> okay, just, well, be, just words, be alert and keep
3: ducking. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. And while we do, why don't you give us a call? 308-8867. 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, live at Milberger's Landscape Nursery. 1604 Boulevardy Road, right here on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio till the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. MilbergerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's
10: MilbergerNursery.com, part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604. And Paul Verdi wrote. When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder, or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary, whether you're a novice or an expert. One that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away. Or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores. With three San Antonio and Schertz locations. Like 3820 FM 3009 at Green Valley Road. Or call 566-8808. That's 566-8808.
0: Hi, this is Pastor Kurt Hudsmith with High Resolution Radio, and I want to invite you to listen to our show right here on 930 AM, The Answer, every
1: Sunday at 11 AM. We're taking political and global issues that are happening, and we're breaking them down, giving you a biblical principle or either a biblical prophecy to be able to show you really where we are in biblical history. Be with us right here every Sunday, 11 o'clock, 9.30 a.m., The Answer.
9: Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love, However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at weisingerlawfirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R lawfirm.com.
2: This year, come and experience for yourself the only place God called my land. Experience Israel this November 1st through the 10th. And coming up on January 24th, you can learn all about this trip of a lifetime. Join us for a free information session with the tour director at Rosario's on San Pedro. This is your chance to ask questions, see photos, and hear testimonials. Find out more and reserve your space now at 930amtheanswer.com.
3: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer, broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road, and taking your calls at 308-8867, 308-8867, James is on the line. Hi, James, welcome to the show. How can we help you today?
16: Hey, gentlemen. Beautiful day out. Um,
3: It is. Hey,
16: listen. Listen, I got about two 20-foot uh, rows of asparagus, and I'm trying to think back because I don't write stuff down. I think this is going to be its fourth year, I believe. Um, I just cleaned it out, uh, weeded it, cut it down, and maybe a little later than I should have. But uh, should I fertilize now or wait? And uh, how far out? And this is my question because I think asparagus roots run pretty good. So do I fertilize? How far out from the rows, I guess, is what I'm asking. Do I the
4: you can you can fertilize right over the top of asparagus.
16: That's what I've been you know, doing in the past. though so just keep yeah, you don't have to worry right about that. The
4: but, but the uh, uh, the the roots are probably four, three to four feet, high, maybe more, out from the so from, is, from, the from the the original original So is there crown. an advantage the trying crown. to
5: cover that whole territory? With some nutrients, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, could, you could spread it rather than put it right yeah. at the base. So I think that's your answer to your question, James. Is way out there, uh, spread it way out there where the the roots are gotcha. out there, three or four. All right. What uh, kind of what kind of fertilizer do
4: you use? I just got
16: a bag of ground green I picked up over the other day, so that's what I've been using on it for the most part. When I was getting established, I use a little half to grow some other stuff, but. Yeah. I'm just going to throw this growing green out there, I think.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want on established uh, uh, asparagus plantings, you want to use all nitrogen fast-release fertilizer such as ammonium sulfate or some fast-release fertilizer by okay, uh, si- side banding along the rows of the plant.
16: Okay, if I use a hot fertilizer like that, like ammonium sulfate or something like that, should I? Is it too early to do it now? or Since I just put no. it down, I go ahead and no. do it now.
4: No, the grow, the go, your goal is to create a burst of sh- uh, new shoot growth in February and early March.
16: Okay, so, well then uh, I'll hold off on the growing green and pick up some twenty-one zero zero or something, uh, maybe Monday, and then and then just yeah. run it down the rows.
4: Yeah, it's it's,
3: it's a, a high-nitrogen ni- high feeder.
14: Gotcha.
16: I appreciate it.
3: Thanks, okay. James. You take care. Thanks for calling. All right. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Give us a call while we talk to Lonnie at 308-8867. Hey, Lonnie, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today?
17: I'm fine, thank you. What's uh, going on? I have a problem with I, I used to have a beautiful lawn. But uh, the grubs have taken it over, and I'm wondering, you know, what do I do for it? Uh, how do I get rid of them?
5: Why do you, uh, think, why do you yeah. think it's the grubs?
17: Okay. Uh, because people that have looked at it have said that, it, you know, it's got the big patches where there's nothing.
4: Okay, Circles. Big yeah the circles where there's nothing yeah is the, is the grass completely gone or is it just dead and green in and amongst it uh
17: there's still grass but it isn't you know uh it had kind of a it wasn't a deep green color anymore
5: yeah now if it i think jerry will follow up after i get done here and and he's probably got some ideas on what what a Else it might be, but if it's grubs, it's relatively easy to control them. You just do a, a soil insecticide uh, towards the end of May, and that gets that controls them for that season. And you shouldn't you shouldn't get a lot of damage that year. That's why we kind of question whether it's grubs or not. They it's kind of a their their activity is kind of cyclical and. Uh, Kind of haphazard a little bit usually. So, but if, but if you're convinced it's grubs, then uh, get get yourself some bare soil insecticide granules and apply them. I would apply them like the 20th of May or 15th of May, and it'll it'll take care of the grubs for that season.
4: Now what you want to do now is because it's too late to treat for grubs. Uh,
5: this is January. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's uh, what. I, but I mean, that's why I don't yeah. think it's grubs. But yeah. But anyway, well, yeah, anyway,
17: it's been this way for for a while.
5: Yeah. Okay. Uh. So
4: now we're just trying to recoup the the lo- recoup the lo- the lawn. Uh. I I don't think it, it's not if it's grubs. It's not advisable to put down. An insecticide now, because the grubs are—you have to—you have to kill them with a hammer. I mean, they're—they're yeah. they're big and they're—they're they're looking towards turning into uh, June bugs, and uh, they're not—not not feeding uh, excessively now as they did when they were little, or growing larger, but. Uh, basically basically what what I do is just just uh rake rake the uh debris off the top you know and and resod it uh with, with is it in the shade or full sun
17: uh full sun
4: full sun good okay so you can use any any uh any grass that you, that you want to use but resod it and make sure you get uh, seeds i mean uh, uh, soil sod contact, okay, and uh, it'll take off growing at this time of the year.
17: Okay, and yes. uh, you said something about uh, a spray in in May. Well,
5: well if it, may it, or. yeah, if it's grub, if it's grubs, then the key thing is to get that insecticide down in May, just like Jerry says. That's the time. That's the only time when it's really effective, but it'll be it'll be effective for the whole rest of the year. Right. So put okay. that on your calendar.
17: When the is Bayer the best time to put down the sod then?
5: Right, right now. If you I'd I'd,
4: I'd do it now. I mean, if it's if you got a problem, if you want to make your yard nice. Uh, did you have St. Augustine? I imagine from a carpet grass. Uh, yes.
5: Okay. Uh, you could experiment even.
4: Yeah, I'd go. I'd. I'd still. You can experiment with either. You, you can go in with Floratam. Uh, Floratam, Saint Augustine grass. or we're encouraging people to use the new uh, uh, Millburger exclusive turf called FJ FJ Select, and that's only available here at Millburgers. Are you here in San Antonio? Yes. Okay, and you can buy you can buy a half a platter. How big is your area? Are we talking about a great big area, or most of your yard, or what? Uh,
17: well, there's different areas where you know the it's killed the grass, yeah. and then in my backyard I have uh, quite a bit of area where no grass is growing at all.
4: Okay, but but you had do you have some grass?
17: Yes. So yes, some I areas
4: do. that the grass is good.
17: Yes.
4: So
5: I would I would just resod the the uh, bare areas. Yeah. Just okay. Pick, yeah, pick a pick the, an experimental area, sod it in really well, and then see how you like that, and okay. see that it, and see that it's performing the way you want before you spend a lot of more more money for more sod. Okay. And the, and the neat thing about those two sods that Jerry talked about, Floratam and the, the FJ, F-J is that they both they spread really fast, oh, okay. too, and they're and they're disease resistant, and they're great. They're good products.
17: Okay, that's what I need then.
3: All right, thanks, okay. Lonnie. Okay. Well, I appreciate your help. Thank you. Okay. Sure. Thank you for calling. Got a Bye question time. from the crowd. Can we ask it on the air? Well, here. That's a good question. Here, grab the mic. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you. There you go. Hang on. Here we go. Okay, what you got?
17: I have asparagus that is just in its second year, not very well established just yet. What fertilizer do I need?
4: I would, I'd, I'd just get some, um, you don't have very much, how many? Oh, it's in a box. It's in a okay, business. it's in a box, and... Uh, so it's a container of spares I would use uh, copious amounts of uh, Osmocote s- Osmocote slow release fertilizer yes ma'am. Uh,
5: for a lot of Thanks. years Jerry Jerry talked about the uh, you know the best the best choice of course is uh, like 2100 for a lot of years I just used slow release lawn fertilizer and Oh yeah yeah you uh, know and it's uh, productive easy to use or a winterizer fertilizer. Yeah, winterizer is yeah. good, too. And Because usually, quite often, you can find the winterizer on sale, and, and that's a pretty high nitrogen product. No, would you yeah. use that
3: in a container? Because she's still listening. Yeah. But, oh, okay. Yeah. No, she that.
5: wouldn't use that in a container.
4: No, no. I, I, I use Osmocode in a silver right. silver yeah. container. All right. Cause she was, Copious amount. Her ears were
5: still so tuned to the speaker. Copious <laughs> amount. <man>. She's <laughs> over there making faces at you, Mel. Osmocote Select.
3: Osmocote Select.
5: <laughs> Osmocote.
3: Okay. We got it. <laughs> All right. 308-8867. 308-8867. And you can use that Osmocote on your uh, onions, too? Well, you can. In containers. containers. Okay. What was the controversial? How often should you use it? Uh, but once, uh, once, once you, once you
4: put copious amounts in your container and plant your onions, uh, you only need to use it one time. You only, you, you only need to apply it at the time that you plant. Now, and the reason for that is it's a six to uh, eight month release on the thing. It's not like these fast-release fertilizer or even even the uh, uh, the slow-release lawn fertilizers, which you wouldn't want to use in a container. But uh, uh, we've encouraged some people to try to use Automacote in the garden if you can afford it, because it'll fertilize those onions the entire growing season. You won't have to worry about side dressing. So, and you think about it, you plant an onion in uh, in January, uh, December, January. Uh, at least we did here, and uh, the, uh, the then it's not gonna it's not gonna actually. But uh, these are gonna
5: be the most expensive bulb. onions, green onions produced. You know.
4: <laughs> but everybody's trying to get the biggest onions. Maybe we ought to have an onion contest. Yeah. <laughs> for the biggest onion. Onions. I, we've done that one. Onions that take one over. Time. Did we do for onions? Yeah. And we. I, I, don't, I don't think that was at Millburgers here. But uh, Was it in some... Uh, I, th- I think was it was. There was there another
5: life? Because we've been here for 18 years.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it, it was almost another life. But... Uh, Anyway, the the, the uh, code will feed them the entire growth period of their of their lives, and give them, especially if you use copious amounts.
5: Copious means lots. Cover, cover, basically cover the ground with
4: it. There you go. Especially in containers. He
5: just likes to say that word copious.
4: Yeah, there you go. I'll have to look that
3: up, see what that means. One of you guys. I think it means what you think it he means. Hey, let's <laughs> take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. At 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment. Live from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio till the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, milburger's carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip, com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at milburger's plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's com, part of milburger's Landscape Nursery, sixty and You've
18: heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There's a brand you can rely on, just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure award-winning and patent fruit-flavored omega-3 fish oil. All Nordic Natural fish oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels you'll feel and taste Nordic Naturals difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 Fish Oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chewable strawberry capsules and will ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military, and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. Hello,
4: I'm Randy Adams from LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. But let me take the fear out of your next purchase of an automobile. Go to HassleFreeAutoBuying.com. Let me do the negotiating and make sure you get the most out of your next trade. That's HassleFreeAutoBuying.com.
0: Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Walmsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Start your Sunday morning with inspiration, motivation, education, and a whole lot of information, but never any manipulation. I'm Rick Hughes, host of The Floodline. Join me every
11: Sunday morning at 6.30 here on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, I'm O. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better.
8: We've changed our name to Delightful Decors. Blinds, shutters, floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts. Without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts.
11: But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone.
8: And now, through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get, Get delighted, delighted with, with delightful, delightful decor. decor. For blind, falls, and more, you're sure to adore. Get delighted with delightful decor. Call 844. 844-
3: And Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, our number, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867.
4: Kevin uh, Milton mentioned uh, how many nice trees and shrubs we're getting in, and Kevin, I think, talked about, we were talking about uh, now's the time, ideal time to plant trees and shrubs. But uh, also now, is a, even with a, after the freeze and you need to cut some things back, uh, now is the time to transplant trees and shrubs. So, uh, you know, we always have people who want to move uh, move a tree or move a shrub uh, that maybe has gotten too big They're or overgrown in an area. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now, if you want to tra- anything you want to transplant, now is the best time to do it. Uh, I now see I said anything. That's that's wrong. Uh, uh, when we talk about palms, we do we transplant palms in the summer. So uh, you never say always in this business. But anyway, uh, uh, and uh, evaluate. You know, I said a lot of times shrubs and things have gotten too big for their area, and so you've paid some money for them and you've grown a
5: big shrub. And uh, what are you saying to uh, uh, compare the twenty-nine dollars it would cost for yes. a new one to the four hours Thank you, and you. back-breaking <laughs> of work that's going to be involved in moving the old one?
4: And assuming that you made a, the bigger they are. The harder they are to move, that's right, and the less chance you have of survival.
5: Yeah, so, nice, so, nice self-contained plant in a container where the roots all right there. Yeah, you know it's functional. Yeah, that's that's much easier to plant. And
4: no matter, no matter. Of course, if you try to dig a big root ball for the thing, then you won't be able to lift the stupid thing. And if you do a smaller root ball, this all depends on how big this this tree or shrub is, if you do a smaller root ball, uh, you've got to cut it back severely uh, because you're you're leaving most of the root system in the ground there. So uh, what I'm telling you is uh, I know we all like to be frugal, and we all fall in love with our shrubs that have been there three or four years, but uh, a lot of times it's better to bite the bullet and just get rid of the shrub or tree or whatever it is and get you uh, another more adapted tree that's been grown in a container and you'll have better success for uh, the
3: thing living. Hey, we got Paul on the line at 308-8867. Hi there, Paul. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
6: Hey, I'm good. Good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon. What's going on? You're hey. on the air.
6: Okay. I've got um, some xylemosas Xylemosa that are about 10 years old along a fence line. There's probably about 10 of them. And I just right. noticed this past week that one of them just all of a sudden dropped its leaves. And I was wondering if that related. I'm sorry?
4: Yeah. That's a co-
6: What
4: kind of plant? Zylosum. Oh, yeah.
5: Yeah.
4: And not, co- not, okay. not all
5: of them did?
6: No. No, that's the funny huh. part about it. I mean, my oleanders got scorched and, you know, a couple other things. But um, the way this is um, set up, it's, um, you know, they, they're planted into a corner. And the one in the very corner is the one that drops its leaves as opposed to any of the others. I mean, the other ones just look as hardy and as...
5: Fresh as if it was springtime. I'll be darn. Well, that's good.
4: Well, uh, some something was amiss about that particular one.
6: Okay, so you know, I did the scratch test on the uh, um, on the bark, you know, on the branches and stuff like that, and it's you know still so nice, fresh and green. Oh, so
5: yeah, but with your situation, you got such a little localized kind of climate there, and and each plant's a little different, so that okay, sounds like a that's it.
6: Okay, so you don't think they'll, they'll come back in the spring and?
5: Oh yeah, they'll come back. Yeah, I don't yeah, even. They just okay. lost the leaves. I would be, bet the stems, the stems are probably not affected. It just defoliated. Yeah.
6: Yeah, exactly. Because like I said, I scratched the stems, and the stems are nice and green and hardy underneath.
5: Good. Don't worry
3: about it. It just lost the foliage. Okay. That's, thanks. Thanks, Paul.
2: Bye-bye.
3: All right. Thanks, Paul. Bye-bye. <coughs> all right, our number, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free, it's 866 308. Well, the uh, uh, free, freezing
5: temperatures certainly uh, uh, change all those uh, lantanas that had uh, bloomed all winter for the last two or three winters, they're they're uh, they're flattened, and all our uh, subtropicals uh, it's kind of good. It's good to have a freeze like this and get everything yeah. down there. Uh, I don't think we'll have to worry about uh, making decisions on uh, Durantas and uh, Poincianas and Esperanzas. Most of them are going to uh, probably be ground to ground. Oh, I don't think they're going to die. They just
4: come th- back from the ground.
5: Yeah, from the ground. Were you going to ask Trey something? Should we get him
3: on the air? Trey. Uh oh, Trace, do you want to be on there? I'm looking at
4: on sale this week at Millburgers and I'm seeing a guy dragging a Christmas tree out. Yes. Are we, are we still doing the Christmas tree?
7: Technically or realistically? <laughs> realistically, we're still taking trees.
4: Still and, taking the and Christmas tree. We're still trees?
7: handing out coupons. Still oh, good. Okay. okay.
5: That's what we thought, but we, we just wanted. We don't let that realism or get in the way of anything. We're so what does that mean? What does realism versus... I mean, officially
4: you're not doing it, but... It said when you drop your Christmas tree off at the number, we'll give you 20% coupon for any regular price merchandise you purchase before February 28th.
7: Oh. Now, the initial dating was uh, is long past, but uh, January 13th. We we are uh, extending that for especially the listeners of this show.
3: Oh, there oh. you go. But, uh, right. but
7: anybody really?
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, you were doing so well. Hey, if you're listening to the show, of course they can. They could just tell their neighbors if their neighbors have a have a trip. <laughs> we did
7: have somebody use one of the coupons towards the Victoria Red Grape.
3: Oh, is that all right? right. Did, cool. yeah. There we, you go. Is that the held over plant of the weekend? 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 Yes, it is. Yes, it is. There's all still right. about yeah, uh, fourteen or 15,
7: fifteen left.
3: And y'all you, you want to talk about it for a sec while we
7: uh, and you got you go got you
4: got some more coming in, right?
7: Uh yes and no. Uh, <laughs> I have a hundred of them booked, and they're not ready yet, so. The answer is yes, but no, they're not here.
3: Oh, okay. okay. Well, here's the scoop. If you're interested in getting this, this uh, grape that they're going to talk about in a second, you should come by. There are 15 left. they are 24.99, $24.99, and uh, you can also just call the nursery at 497-3760, 497-3760, and uh, you can uh, have them put a couple aside for you so you don't have to worry about it. Just come by tomorrow. Come by Monday. Um, but
5: they'll be waiting for you. You're and, pretty generous with those uh, conditions, Milton.
3: Well, I think I'm right. Am I right? You're right. No. See? <laughs> I'm just, mm.
5: until, our, until they're
3: gone, he's right. Just for folks that are listening to our show. Yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs>
7: so, <laughs> those would be the only ones that know. Uh-huh, exactly. Here, so, and yes. bring
3: a Christmas tree when you come, too. And you'll save twenty percent. There you go. So, what else, Trace? Oh, do you want to talk about it? Well,
4: we've got—I've got the write-up on PlantAnswers.com in uh, the topic I, well, of the month.
7: What I found was uh, impressive was the Pierce disease resistance. So, yeah. And the, the biggest problem with growing grapes is that. So, varieties that are less susceptible—well, it's are always es- ways to
3: go.
5: It's essential here. I mean, you know, since you're growing something, that's not going to—it's not going to be resistant to Pierce. And then for the longest time, we had. Uh, some that we suspected were resistant uh, turned out not to be resistant. So, so that's how this, this is, and with the, the quality, uh, the apparent quality of this uh, Victoria Red, uh, this looks, this is, sounds like a really good one. It yeah.
7: poses well for a picture, too. Does it? it yeah, yeah, it does.
5: does. <laughs> uh, because of the red fruit, or just the way it's shaped, or it just uh, looks it was good. just a really good
7: looking picture. Yeah.
5: Yeah. In, 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 You know, orchard situation. Oh, okay. Well, the pictures that are on
4: the the Internet are my pictures uh, that we took
5: over here. Notice I didn't say the picture
7: taker was good. Hey, 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 hey. hey,
5: That's why he had to bring that up. That's what I thought. I wanted to clarify. (laughs) It's a
4: seeded grape with both large berries and clusters that are attractive and quite long with bright red skin color.
5: And is this described as a
4: table grape, or a... it is a seeded grape that can be used for wine or table, table grape. grape? Okay. Uh, average cluster weight uh, near Victoria exceeded one pound. So I mean uh, they're they're heavy grape. Now I told I told a story I know, last week uh, where we uh, they they're. They're resistant to this one disease, but they're still susceptible to uh, rainy weather conditions and things that, that regular grapes are, are susceptible to. But uh, they also susceptible to bird damage. Darn birds! The birds like them too. Yeah. And so I, I was telling Milton last week that uh, we we did we went to a lot of trouble to in fact to take these pictures. That uh, that are on there. We do it to a lot of pe- cover to cover them. Uh, two layers of bird netting, and uh, they were just getting red. And I mean, they were pretty. They were going to make a great picture. And then then we went over there to take the picture, and they'd gone. They just be nothing but the nothing but the stems left. And so, because they were covered with bird netting. were they netting, mockingbirds? No, it was a raccoon oh. to, get, to get under that to, yeah. get, to get under that bird netting. Uh-huh. That's what we thought. It have to be a raccoon because they raccoons got, they, were got accused. they got a little hand. Come to find out, it was the labor. Some yeah. of the, some of the guys working over there decided they couldn't couldn't resist those grapes under there, and ate every one I'll of them. I mean, and, are they sheepish well, about that? No. Uh, well, we just found out by the uh, by the roundabout way, uh-huh. because I, I we were convinced
5: it was raccoon. if you were, yeah, and if, you, if that was a research project and in the workers. Oh ate, man. I mean, uh, you have to wait a, another whole year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so well, I guess well, you could
7: always ask them, "Did they taste good?" And uh, that yeah. would help you with your research.
4: Well, that's what I was going to say. We got our revenge because the guy that ate them. Had to miss two days of work because he he ate them all. he ate too many grapes, and uh, he was uh, indisposed for. I'll put it that way, Milton. For the yeah, I understand. Radio, it's okay. You're doing well. Just
3: uh, for the for the next two days. Well, Trace, we got about 30 seconds. Anything you need to add before we uh, close up for today and come back tomorrow?
5: Remind everybody about the Cycleman. They look, they're spectacular here if you yep, want. they are, they are nice. We got a fresh
7: batch out of, uh, out of Colorado this week. So, uh, I think the only thing I'm low on is white. So I've got the reds, pinks, purples, some salmons, some roses. You um, one of the showiest things for for winter color, and we got. Um, right. and if you cover them at 18 degrees, February and March, fair. and part of the April, I've seen them go in, in the right place. I've seen yeah. them go to the end of May. So we got to we-
3: say goodbye for today. We're back tomorrow at Millburgers on 9:30 a.m. The answer.